Welcome to this week's message on Brit David Podcast. We are glad you have chosen to join us as Pastor Tim shares a message from Luke chapter 8, verses 16 through 18, entitled, Let Your Little Light Shine. As children, we learn the song, This Little Light of Mine, I'm Gonna Let It Shine. What were we singing about? We were singing about our testimonies and how we must not be ashamed to let it be known. So friends, let your little light shine. Here's Pastor Tim. So we sing that song, this little light of mine. What, is, what are we even talking about? We're talking about your testimony, aren't we? You know, we were singing songs earlier today about the gospel light and those things. And so surely the gospel itself is light. But in that song we're singing, it's this little light of mine, right? This is my testimony. This is my story. And if you've given your heart to Jesus, you have a story. You have a story that might sound like a little bit like somebody else's, but you've got a story that is your very own. You've got a story where Jesus has come into your life at some particular point, and he has changed you and transformed you from the person that you used to be to the person he wants you to be. And if you're like me, then he's continually working on that all the way through, all the way through the rest of your life transforming you into the image of his son. He wants you simply to be like Jesus. And so all your life, you got this little light, your testimony, that you get to tell other people about what Jesus has done for you. We get to this parable of the lamp. That's, I think that's what he's talking about. He's following up this parable of the soils by talking about the parable of the lamp. If you're there in Luke chapter number 8, we're working our way verse by verse, so you know right where we are. We begin today in verse number 16. Would you follow along with me? Jesus said, No one, when he has lit a lamp, covers it with a vessel or puts it under a bed, but he sets it on a lampstand that those who enter may see the light. For nothing is secret that will not be revealed, nor anything hidden that will not be known or come to light. Therefore, take heed how you hear, for whoever has to him more will be given, and whoever does not have, even what he seems to have, will be taken from him. As Jesus tells this parable, remember it's on the heels of him talking about the soils as we cast out that gospel seed and it falls on various kinds of hearts. Now he gets very personal with us and says it's not just the gospel as a whole. Yes, that's, that's certainly what we need to share. But he says, I want to focus with you just a moment on your story, your gospel story. What is your story? You've heard mine so many times, you could probably tell it better than I can. But I want to give it to you in a little bit different way today as we go through this passage. In fact, as we go through this passage, there are two specific things I want you to see, two directives that I want to give to you today. And the first one is this. When it comes to your testimony, don't be afraid to speak up. Don't be afraid to speak up. Now, fear is one of those reasons, and I think one of those primary reasons why we don't share our testimony. One of the reasons why we don't share the gospel with others. We're afraid. We're afraid that somebody might slam a door in our face. We're afraid that somebody might reject us. We're afraid that somebody might ask a question that we don't know the answer to. I want to tell you in the long run of things, none of that stuff matters. Not one of them. 
any of that that you might encounter should not deter you one whit for sharing your testimony. You see, your testimony is your story. And there's not anybody in the world who can share your testimony like you can share your testimony. Even though I tease sometimes and I say, you probably know my testimony better than I do and you can share it just as well. The truth of the matter is, is that nobody can share my testimony like I can share my testimony, right? Same thing's true for you. And the reality also is this, that there are people who will listen to you share your story who doesn't want to listen to a preacher share a sermon. You share your story. Don't be afraid of that. Let your little light shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine everywhere you go. Let me share with you a few things today about not being afraid, things that might help you to not be afraid to share your testimony or to let your light shine. The first one is this. I want you to be prepared. Like a good Boy Scout, I want you to be prepared. Did you notice how the parable began? He says, no one... When he has lit a lamp. That's where it starts, doesn't it? It starts by lighting the lamp. It starts when somebody decides to put flame to the wick. When somebody decides to light that lamp, to let that light be seen and let it shine. It starts with you being prepared to give your testimony. Now, there are times, obviously, when something's going to be impromptu and you're immediately going to have an opportunity to share your testimony that you never thought that you'd have, that you didn't know what you were going to say. You just, you just blurted it right out, right? There are going to be those times. And we rejoice in those times. But we also want to be prepared because we know that certain times will come when I can share my testimony, when I can share my faith, when I can share the gospel. And I want to be prepared for that. Are you prepared for that? If we were to ask you today, can you share your testimony in just two or three minutes? Can you do that? Some people say, well, I, I don't know how to do that. Well, I want to be very practical with you today and I want to help you. All right? To learn how to share your testimony or learn how to prepare your testimony, you really need to know just three things. There's a threefold outline to sharing your testimony. First, you want to share what your life was like before you came to Christ. That's it. What, what, what was your life like? How was your life defined? Do you have some, do you have some specific examples that you could share that, that demonstrate for people this is the kind of person that I was? And secondly, how did you meet Jesus? You know, what are, what are the circumstances under which you gave your heart to Jesus? That's really the shortest of these points, isn't it? You know, how, what, what was that like? Where were you? What, anything you can tell about that. And then you want to move over to the section of what's my life like now? How has, how has Jesus transformed me? So that's what you want them to know. You want that person to know, this is what I used to be, and this is how Jesus changed me. You want them to see the transformation that's taken place in your life. So I've given you the long version of my testimony before. If I'm giving you the two-minute test uh, the two-minute version, then it goes like this. Before I asked Christ to come into my heart, I was a liar. I was. I mean, I hate to admit it, but I was. I lied as a kid, as a teenager, for just about any reason you can imagine. Sometimes I, I, I lied to get myself out of trouble. 
<laughs> a lot of times I lied to get myself out of trouble. But then there's a number of other times where I would lie just to make myself look better. That's what we do, doesn't it? We, we, we lie to, to either get out of trouble or make ourselves look better to people that we're trying to impress. And that's what my life was like. It was filled with that. In fact, I, I've told you a little bit about this story once before. You know, when I was in sixth grade, I got, <laughs> I got two grades on my report card that time that I didn't dare bring home. I mean, you got to bring it home, right? You know, uh, but I, I sure didn't want to. And, and so instead of bringing those grades home, I just got a pen and I changed the grades, you know? You know, I, I probably would have been good at computers if I'd have had to learn how to <laughs> hack a system, you know, to change my grades. But I just got a ballpoint pen and changed my grades all by myself, you know? But I got called, of course, you know, just like that. I was expecting, boy, one of the worst whoopings I have ever gotten, and I didn't get it. Instead, what I got that day was my dad telling me how disappointed he was in me and telling me that he didn't know if he could ever trust me again, you know? And then I met Jesus, 17 years old, in the, in the woods up in the North Georgia mountains, sitting on a log, asked Jesus to come into my heart, and he did. You know, I was reading the Bible, and I read it where it said, be doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. And boy, that day, the Spirit of God got a hold of my heart, and it was as if he said to me, Tim, you're deceiving yourself. <laughs> you've, been, you've been trying to deceive all these other people all these other years for all these different reasons, when in reality, you're just fooling yourself. You think you're right with me? You think you're going to heaven because you go to church, because you got baptized, because you try to live a good life when your parents are watching you, you're deceiving yourself. And I gave my heart to Jesus right then and there. And my life had never been the same. In fact, he has, he has trained me and entrusted me with the truth. I mean, <laughs> this is the truth. How do, you, how do you give a liar the truth? You change them. You change their heart. One of the happiest days I can remember was the day of my own ordination service. And there's my dad in the midst of a group of men who knew me, who knew me better than I thought I did, you know. And he went to bat for me. And he had, he had my back. He talked about me. He talked about trustworthiness. He talked about truth. He talked about trust. I'm going to tell you something. Jesus changed my life. And I'm not ever, ever going to be the same again. If I shared that with somebody, you know what I'd say next? Have you ever met Jesus? The Jesus that will change your life and take you from the person that you used to be and make you into the person that he wants you to be in the first place. That's all it is, isn't it? You've got to be prepared. You've got to think through those things. What was your life like before? What is your life like now? What do you want to communicate to them? Be prepared. Sit down with a piece of paper and write it out. Once you write it out, you find somebody, anybody, everybody, even the dog if you have to, and share your testimony with them over and over and over again. Be prepared. You know, Abraham Lincoln was the one who said, I will prepare myself and be ready. Perhaps my chance will come. I want to tell you something. Your chance to share your testimony is coming. It's coming. You're going to have it. You're going to have a chance to let your little light shine, and you want to be ready. Peter said, always be ready to give a defense 
and a reason for the hope that's in you. You might need to sit down and prepare that. So you're ready to speak up. You're ready to share your testimony. You're ready to let your little light shine. Well, then number one, you be prepared. Number two, you be proud. Now, I know. For you, <laughs> don't get me yet. I understand. Bible does not like the word proud for sure. You know, and we know. I'm not talking about being arrogant. I'm not, I'm not talking about being narrow-minded. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about pride in yourself or pride really in anything like. That. I'm talking about the kind of proud that you're proud of your children, that you're proud of your grandchildren, that you're proud of what God has done for you in your life. Listen, if you're not going to be afraid to share your story, then what you're saying is, I am proud to tell you what God has done for me. That's it, essentially. That's it. Jesus said, if you'd be ashamed of me before this wicked generation, I would be ashamed of you before the Father. Well, I want to be ashamed. I want to be proud to be able to stand up and say that I'm a Christian. We don't have a a problem wearing Jesus t-shirts. We don't have a problem wearing crosses around our neck or Jesus fish in our ears or a Jesus fish bumper sticker on the car. But when it comes to talking face-to-face with somebody about the change that Jesus has wrought in our life, sometimes we shy away. I'm telling you, don't be afraid. Be prepared. Be proud. Number three, be purposeful. Be purposeful. You see, if 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 I'm proud to share that, then like my text says, no one, when he's lit the lamp, when he's prepared, covers it with a vessel. And nobody puts it under a bed. What does he do instead? It says he puts it on a lampstand. And here's the purpose. Here's the reason. This is, this is why you share your testimony. This is why you put it on a lampstand for other people to see. Look at what he says at the end of verse number 16. That those who enter may see the light. You want that person that you're talking to to see the light? You want them to be able to recognize themselves in your own story. I guarantee you that the vast majority of people that I'll share my testimony with in that way knows exactly what I mean by saying that I lie to get myself out of trouble or I lie to make myself look better. In fact, I mean, you're looking at me that way, but I know some of you know. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. And the Bible says all liars will have their part in the lake of fire. I don't want that person to stay that way. So I want to let that light shine. I mean, I, I'm, I'm embarrassed to a degree to be able to tell you what my life was like before. But I'm not embarrassed to tell you what my life is like now. I'm not embarrassed to tell you what Jesus has done for me. And the whole reason is not so that I can say, hey, look at me. It, it, it's to say, hey, look at what God has done in me. And look at what God can do in you. The purpose is so that other people may see the light. That they might see the light. Number four. I also want to encourage you to be plain. To be plain. Listen, you don't have to tell the testimony the way I tell the testimony. You know? You don't don't have to share what I shared. You're not trying to retell my story. You want to tell your story. Be plain with that. You know, when I first became a Christian, I, I thought that I had to I thought I had to pray like the deacons prayed. And when I started preaching, I felt like I had to preach like the preachers preach. 
You know, what I begin to realize is God loves me. He does. I mean, believe you might not, <laughs> but God loves me. He does. And he loves you. And he made you. The quirks that you have, he helped you with them, right? Personality that you have, he gave it to you. So use it. Listen, he did that with all those Bible writers, didn't he? Isaiah doesn't write like Amos. Amos doesn't write like David. David doesn't write like Moses. Moses sure doesn't write like Solomon. And none of them write like Paul or Peter or James or anybody in the New Testament. You know why? Because they're individuals. And you are too. Be plain. Don't, don't be ambiguous. Be specific. Find some of those good examples and use them because that's what people are going to hook on to, right? Look at what he says in verse number 17. He says, there is nothing that is secret that it won't be revealed. And there's not anything hidden that will not be made known and come to light. You know? I mean, I, I, want, you to, I want you to think I'm perfect. You know? Well, the reality is that I'm not. I'm not. And so all of those flaws, I don't want to highlight them. I, I, I don't want to maximize those things. But I do want you and I do want other people to know. I'm not trying to hide that. It's going to come out anyway, isn't it? Man, we live in a day more so than ever before where we think that we can get away with anything. You know, when I was a kid, I thought I was a good liar. You know, man, I thought I fooled my parents every time. I thought I fooled those little sucker teachers I went to. You know, I thought I was fooling them all. The reality is I don't think I was fooling hardly anybody. And you're not either, you know. You think you can fool people because you can erase your history on your computer. You can't fool them. You can't fool people. If you think that, then you're just fooling yourself, right? It's going to just tell it. Let God do with it. He already knows who you are. He's already brought you this far. What's he going to do now? He's going to see you all the way through, isn't he? So be plain. Be plain with them. Don't be afraid to speak up. Don't be afraid to share your testimony. Just be ready and go do it. Join us tomorrow for the conclusion of Pastor Tim's message, Let Your Little Light Shine. Pastor Tim would love to connect and share with you about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and how you can know that you know that Jesus is your Savior and Lord. That address is churchoffice at brittdavid.org. We are located at 2801 West Britt David Road, Columbus, Georgia, 31909. Thanks again for joining us here on Britt David Podcast.